this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is your bomb Wednesday service. I am, as always, Naima Cochran, better known as the senior pastor of Music Sermon and also the senior pastor of Wednesday service. And with me, as always, is my director of HEPS, not helps, Heps Ministries, Karen Phillips. Karen, how are you today? I'm fine. Um, is that a Kentucky hat? No, it's a Duke hat. It is? Yeah. It looks like a K. It is. It's, it's the Coach K 1000 wins hat. It's a uh, 1K for 1000. Uh, and you got on the Final Four sweater, even though it's December? Uh, I just felt like throwing something on. Okay, that's fair. I almost took a nap and like <laughs> you remember what day it was? It's late again. So I'm here. So um we are coming to you after a little bit of technical difficulties on my point because I'm in South Carolina and I'm at my mother's house, which is not necessarily wired for <laughs> um digital efficiency. <laughs> so and we are in the sticks. So we there's got, a velvet painting of a topless black woman with an afro. There somewhere. is not in, in this house, <laughs> not now. But what there is 
there is a topless black woman in the kitchen because Miles Davis's uh, Bitches Brew artwork hangs in our kitchen. So I don't know what other black families house you go to and there's naked people somewhere. in the kitchen. There's some titties. There's <laughs> some titties here. There are titties here. There are titties to be found. It's not hard. Um, but anyway, yeah. So live and direct from my mommy's house in South Carolina. And um, I, Karin, I knew you were going to say something about my hair being out. The only reason my hair is out is because it's been braided all day. And I went to rebraid it before we taped. But when I took the braids out, I was like, oh, this looks fine. I'm just going to leave it because I didn't actually feel like rebraiding it. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I, I pay attention to women. Okay, when you be having your mark is collarbone out, <laughs> the hair be different. You change the the bottle placement in, in your bar car. I, I nothing can stop <laughs> me. I, you sending That's subtle hilarious. messages to somebody. I definitely do not pay attention to the bottle placement in my bar car. That just means that I clean something. But I uh-huh. but I appreciate your attention to detail. What are you drinking today? It's my birthday week, so, you know. What day is your birthday? Friday. Oh, so, what are you going to do? In a panorama. Can't can't do nothing. You know, Chicago's locked down. I'm going to get a massage. Uh, I'm going to go Ooh, to the bathhouse. I need a massage so bad. And, and lay out and float for 90 minutes. And that's exactly um, what I need is a bathhouse. And then I'm going to get uh, some fancy takeout. <laughs> because you can't go anywhere to eat. True. Are you going to do this with company? Uh, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> I don't know how many people are listening to this right now, so <laughs> I'm going to plead the fifth. Okay, we plead the fifth. Fair enough. I can't, I can't even be mad. I'm get myself in trouble. I can't even be mad. Um, so. Like trying to get your boy indicted and jammed up on the internet. Nah, be, I was just, I was just asking the question. I was all right, that's cool. The I got you. That's I got all. you. That's all. Um, you owe me one anyway. You owe me one anyway, so we even. I probably do. I don't even know why, but I'm sure I do. It was from um, about five, six episodes ago. So okay. yeah, that's okay, cool. that's fair. Um, so yeah, I've been in South Carolina since I've been in South Carolina for a week now. Actually, I can't. I got here last Tuesday, and I quarantined for a couple of days so I could take a COVID test. And you don't respond to texts because I sent you. Did you make it okay? Text didn't get a reply. So back. here's the thing, right? <laughs> I haven't traveled in so long. That I'm not exaggerating when I say that it took my entire brain capacity just to fucking pack, make my flight, make it here. Like, I could not, I literally couldn't do anything else on, on, on Monday until, like, Thursday. Uh, except for, I don't, I can't even explain it. Like, first of all, I'm, I'm gone, in theory, for a long time. I actually have to run back to New York for a day, but that's another topic. Um, but I'm gone, in theory, for most of the month. So... I haven't I haven't flown since February. Me too. I that's, that's the last time I flew. Yeah, I haven't left my house for two weeks or longer since 2018. So whereas I used to be able to really efficiently, like at most I would be gone two weeks, even if it was just to come back for a day before getting back on the road. So even just being gone for that spread of time, my stuff, you know, all my packing stuff, Travel stuff isn't in the same place it used to be. Oh, you know, I used to have a system. You don't and keep don't, your, your see-through clear goodie bag with your toilet I used shoes? to have. I mean, well, I have that, but I had not checked it to see that it was restocked, restocked. that things were filled back up. Um, you know. Is that perfume still in there? <laughs> fortunately, 
you know, I'm I'm not going I'm not doing anything while I'm here. So it's not like I had to think too hard about the clothes I wanted to pack. But also it's like, was I bringing Christmas presents? Was I going to ship them? I had to bring like the damn ring light. And did I have all the accoutrement? I needed to do shit like this. And did I have all my work stuff? And what else? Like, it was just a lot. It was, And then I had to clean out my refrigerator. So like I got mango and avocado and my carry on because I didn't want them to go back. Like there was a lot happening. Right. And because then it's like, and what are my plans and where am I going to put them and what's going to happen? So there was a lot. There was a lot going on. Did I cancel my mail, which I forgot to do. Um, so there was a lot happening. And so when you hit me, I was on the ground. I was exhausted. Or I might have still been in flight because I also had to push back my flight because I just could not get my shit together. So, so it was like, <laughs> it was really bad. Listen to yourself. But this it was is bad. It was really bad. It was really bad. Listen to this intro again tomorrow when this goes up. I want you <laughs> to hear yourself. I know how I sound. You don't know how to get on an airplane anymore. Apparently, I don't. Apparently, I don't. Apparently, I haven't gotten all shit. Like, even church opens I, up. Picked... I want you to walk to the front and throw your body on the altar. So, <laughs> also, like, I have a massive suitcase that is good for three weeks that I haven't used since I went to Europe in 2018. And I grabbed it, forgetting that I don't like it. I grabbed the carry-on that I don't like because it tips over to the front. So, you know, I need a carry-on that I can stack a bag on top of. It's not that. It keeps it. So I, so even like I had to connect in Atlanta, you know, that automatically means you're about to walk a mile going through Hartsville, Jackson. And I just had the, the greatest airport on earth. I just had the wrong, like I had all the wrong bags and I felt like an amateur. I felt like an amateur and it was really embarrassing. And I felt like the people that I get behind, in line at TSA and I'm annoyed because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. I felt like I felt like that person, right? So anyway. Uh, yeah. So like so that was a lot. So anyway, I was overwhelmed by and of course I had So you were the person that everyone's like <sighs> to I mean you? fortunately there was only three of us in a line and I told the other person to go in front of me because it was little things like I have a bracelet that sets off the TSA <laughs> alarms. So I never put it on until I go through. I had that bitch on. I forgot. And usually if I if I have it on, I'm already moving when I get and I was like, oh shit, the bracelet, the thing. It was a lot. So anyway, I got here. I still like to say, I got here. I was exhausted. People were texting me. I was like, I can't even. And then I had an appointment to take my COVID test. I got in like eleven o'clock on Tuesday night. I had an appointment to take my COVID test at ten o'clock on Wednesday morning. I of course had not been asleep on Monday night because I'm Naima. And so I woke up on Wednesday at 12 o'clock. So then I was like, oh shit, I got to in my COVID test. So fortunately, the place also takes walk-ins. Um, so I just went over there and there was only one other person there. I was in and out in like 10 minutes. So it was there was a lot going on. I was frazzled. That's really, I was frazzled. I was very frazzled. I don't like being frazzled. I don't really do frazzled well, but I was frazzled. So I just didn't have the brain capacity to do anything really at all. It was bad. And I've been there. I've been in like this limited brain capacity since the week before Thanksgiving. I told y'all that I'm still there. I haven't really come out of it yet. But anyway, now I'm here. And um, I've been to the Chris. I've done more since Thursday in terms of like going places, doing things and not being directly around people, but just being in general places where people are since I've done cumulatively since March, I think. 
my mother is busy. She like is on the museum board and she's doing some other kind of oral history project of the town. And she was judging a gingerbread contest on Thursday night and she teaches her Zumba class. And it's a lot. It's a lot going on around here. It's busy. She booked and busy. She keeps it. She's booked and busy. <laughs> so anyway, that's my life. <laughs> that's my life. So before we get into everything else, uh, let me pause here for the cause, so to speak. Um, this is the part where usually I run down all the other shows and stuff that we have on the Count the Dings feed and the Bomb feed. But this week, I'm going to do a cheat code and Ben hopefully will forgive me and just tell you, um, as he said before, to find Count the Dings on YouTube. Because if you are listening to this, you actually have the option to be watching this and watching all our other content at the same time instead of listening. So find Count the Dings on YouTube. All our shows are there. Every day, upload it, fresh new content. Some days you got two, some days you got three. You got to look, you got to check back daily, but by all means, please take a look, share, subscribe so you don't miss anything. Um, and feel free to hit me and Karin. Uh, we've gotten to the point now where I do get people saying, I hope y'all are going to talk about this on Wednesday, which I love. Um, and also, I want to say thank you to Kia for being on the show last week. Um, we had a couple people hit us. I had, Well, I had a couple people hit me and DM saying that she you know really gave them something that they needed to hear at this time so we are going to have her back um, they don't be tweeting me they don't are you sure they only they only tweet me about sean king <laughs> <That's it. laughs> they sometimes they hit both of us yeah but that's you know i don't get dms ain't no. nobody asking me questions it's fine i like it that way because i know maybe they you know, know. maybe I'm, they I'm, know like, that about you I'm quick with the block button. You are quick you know, with I'm... the block button, and you've shared that. <laughs> I tend to be more conversant mm. with people on Twitter. I think they know that about me. So maybe I just feel like a safer no. space. That might pew, be. Pew. That might be yeah, all it is. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? I know I've been through it. I've had problems at work, problems in relationships, uh, you know, even problems as a parent. You know, Sometimes you don't know where to turn to or who to talk to, particularly when you you don't want to talk to someone who knows you, who might have a bias or might hold what you're going to say against you. You want to talk to someone who's experienced and licensed and at the same time distant and removed from you. BetterHelp is here to help. They'll assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. This is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. I know many of our listeners are listening to us from other countries, whether it's Canada, Australia, somewhere in Europe, somewhere in Asia, or somewhere in Africa. Look, you guys can access this as well. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor get timely and thoughtful responses plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy better help is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who need it better help wants you to start living a happier life today visit their website read the testimonials they're posted daily for instance this one from user nu after counseling with denise wall marlin for two years on issues concerning depression stress anxiety and self-esteem 
Quote, I have found Denise to be an excellent counselor. She has broad experience in all techniques to get rid of anxiety and ruminating thoughts and always puts things in perspective for me. I recommend her 100%. Hell, I hear that one. I want to sign up with Denise because I know ruminating thoughts and anxiety is something I deal with all the time. So here's what you can do, and I'll do it too. Visit betterhelp.com slash B-O-M. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. It's a special offer going right now for our listeners here on BOMB. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash B-O-M. That's betterhelp.com slash B-O-M. Um... All right, so we have a couple of things we want to go into today. It's um, it's an interesting time of year for a COVID year because we're almost at the holidays. We're not quite there yet. I feel like nobody really knows what day of the month it is. It just, it's just like the end of the year. It's just like a big general end of year. Um, Christmas is what two weeks away, which is crazy. Two and a half. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Um. But people are already like traveling to their destinations for the holiday, you know, doing all of that good stuff. Um, are you staying? Are you staying in Chicago? I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> are <laughs> you going? Not... Are you going to put any decorations up? I'm not doing anything. No, you're not going to get festive at all. For what? Do you not like Christmas? Jesus, Jesus, know my heart. <laughs> no, I'm saying, do you? I'm saying, do year. you not like Christmas? I love Christmas. Okay, so you're not gonna do it. I'm that. just not doing decorations for a house of one. Mm-mm. Why what? That? Get in the spirit. So you can be in the what spirit. I'm a, what I'm gonna put up? Now, I don't need a tree to get you me in the spirit. You don't have to do a tree. You could get like a, you could put up some lights. You know you who's like gonna have me in the spirit? What? <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's fair. Are you gonna play some music? You got Christmas music? No, I'm not a Christmas oh, guy. Oh, God. All right, fine. Moving on. Um. Yeah. All right, so one of the things that we said we were going to I'm going to get tipsy and send you some mistletoe, <laughs> uh, you know, late night text, Christmas kind of guy. You're going to be you gonna be sending that joke. If you if you got some nuts on your chest, what is that? Chestnuts. If you got some nuts on your wall, what is that? Walnuts. If you got some nuts on your chest, never mind. Um, I'm going to be like that future meme. <laughs> just saying about that? you hope, hope yeah, all is like, well hope your you mom is the best well. present of this year <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so, I'll, I'll I'm so sorry I should be unwrapping you under the tree right now I can see that being you completely yeah um so as also what's happening right now is that on the on the global front and the COVID front as numbers are soaring because Negroes were outside. Negroes and niggas, meaning everybody was outside. They was in a true kitchen. True kitchen, throwing that ass in a circle. Lord Jesus. Um, and numbers are those numbers are spiking. There are also the vaccines. Um, two different vaccines are quickly coming to market. It looks like they'll be available starting in January. Here, I think they y'all go first. I'll wait. Catch me in the spring. Just administered them. Um. They started administering them in the UK yesterday. And I think the first woman to take it is like 90 or her 90th birthday is coming up or something. Um, which has, well, there's two things. The first thing is we probably won't be able to take it till the spring anyway, because they're they're sending it out in waves. 
right? Wait, 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 wait. No, because it's not it's not commercially it's not commercially available yet. So it's gonna be like first responders first, um, high risk people. people. You just said you don't even want to take it first. See, this is exactly. I'm saying, but this is this is how right. That's what I'm saying. We, you probably not gonna be able to get it till spring anyway. But see, this is how niggas get. They be like, I don't want to take it first, and then you be like, Well, you can't, and then they be like, Oh, why not? I'm gonna take it first. This is what no, I admit that like if I was able to get it first, I would have it on my kitchen counter for a while sitting there. That's not how vaccines work, huh? I'm just saying theoretically, <laughs> like if I could myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd be like, Let me wait about like August. Mm. See how this works out. It's gonna be a minute anyway, but um, but to your point, there's a whole lot of people talking about what they not gonna do, what they won't do, why, and oh, I'm gonna take it. I'm a just whole new crop of taking it. A whole new crop of anti-vaxxers has popped Can't up. Beat it. They gotta so, go. So, Letitia James, isn't that her last name? James? No, right. Letitia Wright. Oh, I'm thinking of Khadija James. <laughs> the Flavor Magazine. No, I'm thinking of Letitia James is our AG. Yes, Leticia James is our AG. I knew I got oh, that from somewhere. Oh, New York? This child yeah. that's, that's ready for Trump to get that's out. ready for Trump. So she yeah. can drop them 87 she, indictments. She's ready. She's on. She's what you she's call on playing. ready. Um, so Leticia Wright. <laughs> you know what people say on site? <laughs> she is on site. She's just sitting there like, got it. She, listen, you know when they walk out <laughs> and they get in the helicopter to leave? When they <laughs> she land, she's going to be there. At the step. No, she's going to be at the step. <laughs> Wait. She walk out the door. Boom. With some agents. How you doing? You ain't getting that helicopter. How you doing, Mr. Trump? Yeah, she's she's ready. Which, and by the way, on a separate note, not that we thought this would go anywhere, but um, the Supreme Court just rejected um, the Trump team's uh, motion once again to try to impede uh, the Pennsylvania votes, which we all knew was futile. So Trump, I guess, I guess stagnant court, but your people didn't work like you thought it was going to. But anyway, um, so. I mean, you the, about that right quick. Like <laughs> the hilarious part about all of this is that, fam, you want to throw votes out that also got Republicans elected to Senate in other positions. It's insane. The man. <laughs> You what? No, he just no, doesn't no, want to leave no. office. He wouldn't give a fuck if he lost the Senate if it meant that he if he stayed in office because he knows he's got no cover when he comes out of here. That's all it is. He knows he's got no cover when he comes out. But anyway, so, um, but also, but also, I will say this. But also, even though it's about Trump not wanting to leave office because his ass is facing debt balloons, you know, indictment all of that, it also is a stress test to see how much motherfuckers can get away with in terms of trying to subvert the election process. So be clear on that, too. Like, they wanted to be like, well, how far could we go? Because, like, this is, the other, this is the other side of disenfranchisement. Like, sure, let them vote, but we just null them, the vote, the, we just take away the votes on the other side. And that's, that's the dangerous, that's the very slippery slope. But anyway, so Letitia Wright, Better known as Shuri in the Black Panther. Better known as might not get recast to Shuri if she keep this I mean, shit up. <laughs> who is supposed to be a scientist and and elect and you know electrical engineer and biochemist and 
all these amazing things that have to do with science and technology is apparently a nasty backer. Like, reposted some rant. Like, this motherfucker is this YouTube dude is so random. Like, openly admits he knows nothing about vaccines. But did a whole like how you admit you don't know nothing about how you be like, I don't know nothing about this, but let me do this whole video about it anyway. And people listen to it and repost it. He said Sounds like Republicans to me. That's what it sounds like. He said that he remembers growing up, there were like in his refrigerator, there were like the frozen hamburger patties that you would buy at the store in bulk to cook. And next did you throw to them, in the grill? That, <laughs> and next to them were vaccines ready to be taken. And I'm like, I really think he's confusing insulin shots with vaccines. Like, I think that was Big Mama's insulin. Because, you know, they'd be in a little tray. I'm pretty sure that was Big Mama's insulin. Somebody had the sugars. Somebody had the sugar in your house. Those were not vaccines. Because he was like, I remember the vaccines. They were just sitting there waiting to be taken. And and if you can store them with food. It's like, what? So You don't keep vaccines at the crib. like Nah, that's not how that works at all that's literally not how it works so we've got misinformation running rampant like somebody called me a dumbass because i said i was gonna take it as soon as i could and he was like they didn't even do animal trials they (laughs) actually did all the trials they're supposed to do and they did way above the number of human trials they're supposed to take they got to give it to the birds first i mean (laughs) it's all stupid it's really all very stupid and then here's the thing black people who are listening to to this or watching? I understand uh, that historically, right? Marginalized people have been used experimentally for medical testing without our consent, without our knowledge. But it's been without. But the key words there are without our consent or without our knowledge, right? But also, what was tested on us were the viruses, not the vaccines. It was more like, what happens if you get this virus? They did it. Let's go down to Tuskegee, Alabama and see That was what happened with the Tuskegee. That's what happened with the Tuskegee experiment. And syphilis is the Trail of Tears. And um, what was that? Was that smallpox Um, in the indigenous people? Um, What we're talking about here is a wide release global wide release of an FDA approved vaccine that is not analogous to what happened in Tuskegee or what happened in Trail of Tears. Now, when they were saying earlier, like, like when Xavier University and them were like, black folks come, come sign up to be part of the trial, I 100% understood oh. why everybody was like, absolutely yeah, the fuck not. Let's not, do, let's not do that. We're not doing that. Especially but again, at an HBCU, again, let's not do that. But again, this is not that. This is not targeted demo. This is not, hey, black. this is everybody, right? So that, that example, saying black people have a right to be suspicious because of Tuskegee and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but no. Yeah, but no. Because this is going to everybody. Um, the other yeah, d- thing, d- just, just, just everyone do like I do. Take it, but wait before you take it. <laughs> let's, let's. You can let do that, rich, but you're gonna let, have to. Let, let's let Kelly Loeffler. But you, but you're gonna have to do that anyway. But, but the other thing is the um, well, I think people seem to forget because then people are like, they're gonna, you know, 
jobs are going to try to make people have it. That's illegal. Like, y'all seem to forget that immunization is such a part of our lives that we have to have them to enroll in public school. We have to have them to fly certain places. And you have always had to have certain shots of immunizations to work, especially in the healthcare field. So it is not unusual. You just don't remember. Like, none of us just remember a new one being added oh, like this. Because we, we get I them move, all, like, the first three years of our lives. Every time I move and I get a new doctor, and they be like, when your last setting shot? I'm like, I don't remember. But give me one, just in case. Right. I had to have... I have my shots and maybe it's because i went to a state school i had to have um i had to have my shots on file to enroll in college yeah i remember that i still have my my card from when i was a baby so like this is and and like my friend kelly said you know how we know they work because they motherfucking work that's how we know they work because we don't have smallpox because although y'all trying to bring the measles back like Jordan wearing the four or five, I swear for God, Jesus Christ, there was the no. Most- when you brought up the other day about chickenpox on Twitter, and I really forgot that no people, kids I don't get chickenpox anymore. Don't have chickenpox anymore. Kids don't get chickenpox anymore, which is incredible. And it, and it was like one day randomly, I was like, wait, I heard of none of my friends' kids having chicken. They don't. Them little niggas don't get chickenpox no more. They do not get chickenpox anymore. That's a rite of passage. I don't feel like that's fair. It doesn't feel fair. I missed a week and a half of school. Like, I got hit twice. How? Like, I woke up. I to this day we do not know. I woke up Monday with a couple on my face in in like fourth grade, and my parents was like, Mm-mm, "It finally got you," because I had dodged it the first three years right. of elementary. Was out. Tuesday night it was getting better. Wednesday morning when I woke up, I had a fresh batch. Wow! I will never forget. I counted how many I had on my face. I had two twenty. I had two fifty on your face. On my face, Jesus! Like it, I had a double dose. It was horrible. That sounds horrible. And fourth grade also sounds like an awful time to get because they said the older you are, the worse it hurts. Uh, it, it, I had it mine. I think irritating. in preschool. I think was, I had mine in preschool. Yeah, it was irritating. But after that, I was like, yeah, I think I'm immune to everything. Yeah, but yeah, like these kids don't even get chickenpox no more. Like these things work, guys. Science, science is not something you can actually just openly debate it'd be one thing if we genuinely didn't know what was going on but one of the reasons they were able to move so fast with this vaccine is because some of the foundations of it are already taken from the vaccine they have for SARS and they just had to add you know some old shit to it but yeah they had to put like I don't know some some Worcestershire sauce in it or something a bay leaf let it it marinate for a minute turn it over on a simmer you know um, so yeah, I just I just want to say start picking it up. <laughs> just don't be the people who are being stupid about vaccines. We've been getting vaccinated our whole goddamn lives. Modern medicine, and that, and that's the irony. Modern medicine works so well that y'all don't think we need modern medicine. And and you know people are like, but what about the holistic and blood? Viruses are different. There are holistic treatments that you can have that will alleviate symptoms of virus of a virus. But if holistic treatments work for viruses, then they, like, the Indians, um, sorry, the indigenous people damn near died out from smallpox. And they were some of the most, like, holistic wellness practitioners we know of, ever. Viruses are different. They are a different thing. You need some shit that was cooked up in the lab. Just, you need, you need, you need some, some compound. You need some shit that's on the, on the um, chemistry chart. Like you need that on the on the elemental chart. 
viruses are like bullies. Yeah. You can't really talk them out of this. You got to have something that's going to whoop their ass. Right. Because our bodies do not naturally have the capacity to fight them. This is what it is. So anyway, that's my rant on that. And um, Letitia Wright, like, who I saw a meme. Mess around, don't be in this sequel. I saw I saw a meme. You know the um the Makai Pfeiffer picture where he has his head down and a cigarette (laughs) in his hand, and he just looks really exhausted. From from Peyton Fool. Yeah, somebody said um. Ryan Coogler having to rewrite the, the Black Panther script for the third time after Letitia Wright is an anti vaxxer. I was like, yo, I felt so bad. Because I know Ryan is like, because yeah. he's from Oakland. They taking their vaccines in Oakland. He's like, what are you doing, fam? And somebody really tried to explain to her, like, because she was on some, like, she tried to hit the whole, I'm just asking a question thing. Because obviously everybody was on her ass. Oh, you know. That's disingenuous. No, that's disingenuous. You realize you sound dumb as shit. When you have a platform that's especially disingenuous, like, come on, ma. I wanted, I wanted to think better of you. Um, so for all you people that was like, Shuri should be the next Black Panther. Look at your dumb that's ass. That's out. That's Look out. At your dumb ass. That's over. That's canceled. And she but, couldn't fight in the first one. No way. But <laughs> she got ass for. What I don't understand about it is like, you can present people with actual like information that comes from years of data and studies and all this other shit and their counter argument will literally be something they go on YouTube. Like that's their counter. And they'll tell you that you're the sheep. Like how how does that work, fam? All they asked us to do was wear a mask and stay in the house. And niggas at True Kitchen throwing their ass in a circle. (laughs) For some waffles, for some cheap orange juice, (laughs) some Andre's, and some unsweet waffles. Not so unsweet waffles. Anti-intellectualism is just, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand, I don't understand arguing this against that. what happens when a generation grows up with participation medals and everyone telling them that they're smart. True. Instead of telling these kids, you dumb as fuck. And, <laughs> and telling them, and telling them there are no, there are no stupid questions. Uh, um, yes, there are. Yes, there are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is what happens. They become adults and they do things like this. Like make YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. That people and then spread. wonder how we got here. Because you know what? We put everybody's picture on the refrigerator. And we didn't, tell, the refrigerator. we didn't tell the kids that they suck. And we didn't cut them yeah. from the basketball team. Yeah, that's true. That's what happened. That's true. All right. Uh, moving on. So there's this guy named Kevin Samuels. Who went who viral? We around to tell these kids we would be in a better place. Word, we word. We, we might actually need more Kevin Samuels. So Kevin, if you Google him, he uh, is billed as an image as an image <laughs> consultant, mostly for men. But I think he also does some kind of like advice or something like that. But he went he went viral last week we- because a a woman was asking him. <laughs> <laughs> about pulling, you know, a certain kind of dude, you know, who makes a lot of money, who's really affluent, who's really established. That man said, raise yourself on the scale of one to ten, and you can't use seven. <laughs> that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Because everybody says seven. <laughs> oh, my God. He told 
killed this woman. And see, this is where I think people got him fucked up at. Because I actually wasn't mad and people were outraged. I was not mad at anything he said. I wasn't mad and people were really outraged. He told her... No, people got outraged because they thought he was just, oh, this is somebody coming at black women. Until I was like, no, he did the same thing to, to a men. black dude. But here, and the people that were upset were the people who need to hear this information, right. well, but they run from it. Well, here's the thing about what he said. What he said to her was, the kind of man you're looking for, he said, look, look at examples of them. The kind of man you're looking for does not want mid 30 year old average looking women now here that's where people got mad because he said average looking right and 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 somewhere because we seem to not because she but no i think average was fair because we don't seem to understand what words mean anymore people take average as an insult average means that i can go outside and find several more people who are as attractive as you are like, you're not necessarily going to pop if you're in the middle of a room. You're not ugly. You're not unattractive, right? You're just not exceptionally attractive. Like, you're not more attractive than most women. You are... It's average really means, like, you're like you're the norm. Average really means you're the norm. That's what it means. It doesn't I mean thought Kevin was being kind with his words. I think average was fair. And she said she had an above-average body. And he was like, ma'am... <laughs> <laughs> He actually said, don't make me say it. So he also no, no, said... You forget the best part. He was like, you don't even know where the I was just about to say is. that. He actually said, you don't... The only man you know like this is like your father or somebody else. He said, which means that you don't know no man like this. You don't know where to find no man like this, which means that you're not supposed to get no man like this, right? That's not even your world. Which is also fair. Which is also completely fair. Um, so yeah, people, but, but he was very direct about it, which made people upset because he was like, I'm telling you the truth. And she was like, but let me ask you a question. But let, he was like, you asked me a question. I'm telling you the truth. And, and that's the problem is that we actually don't want to hear the truth. We want to hear what we want to hear. And then the same thing with a dude, he, a guy was asking for advice and Kevin was like, <laughs> do you have a big dick? And the guy was like, I mean, I think, you know, I have however many, whatever. He's like, no, 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 Do you have a big dick? And he was like, I mean, I don't really know. He's like, then you he don't have a big dick. He was like, if you have a big dick, you know you have a big dick. Which I also have to assume is true. So it's like, he and then he was like, don't nobody, so you so you have a big dick. What was he, like five, six? He was overweight. No, he said you have a little one. You five to three, you overweight. And you don't, and you, he didn't make no real money. But like, you don't have no degree. He was like, so who are you? But he was like, you want tall, successful women to make this much to approach you. Right. He was like, for what? For what? Like, honestly, I'm 100% here. I know people get mad. I'm here for all that shit. That's that, that's that. Because I'm honestly, it's real. That shit is real. And, and the there's too many people like, out there who haven't been hearing the real. Like, more people need to hear the real. The, the closest thing that you can compare it to, which I don't even want to compare, is, like, you could possibly find similarities, would be Ayala. And I'm like, no, like, Ayala gets disrespectful and mean. He you know. was just honest. And she was someone, like, she came to a fight that she couldn't win. Right. And was looking for every way possible to win, where I think if she would have been a different type of woman, 
asking those same questions. He would have still been honest, but gave her honest answers, but they just would have been different. Well, I think the other thing is, sorry, my lighting is all jacked up here. Um, I think the other thing is what she was looking for was not to hear this is she wasn't (laughs) trying to hear this is out of your league period she wanted to find out how to do the things she wanted to do where where he was like it's not your ministry and that's what she didn't want to hear she didn't want to hear it was completely out of her capacity exactly when he was like you can't even play this game shawty this ain't you on the wrong level that that controller don't even plug into yeah it don't you had the wrong the whole wrong gaming system you can't even you can't even do this um, I'm here for it though. And it's a PS5 and you got a Super Nintendo. <laughs> like this is... Can you explain to me the appeal of the PS5, by the way? I don't know. Okay. I don't play video games. I don't watch you don't. wrestling. I don't understand grown men who do these things unless they have kids. I, I don't. Why don't you don't play video games? It. You never play video games? Yeah, when I was a child, when I was in college, <laughs> the, the the last video game I bought. <clears throat> There is a PS2 that I use over there sometimes because hmm. I keep retro 90s DVDs. And the and last game it, in there is college football 2009. Hmm. That's the last time. I, don't, I, I, got, I got stuff to do. I don't think there's <laughs> think anything wrong with playing time. games. I just think you can't it do buttons. it. I just think you can't mm-hmm. do it to the point where like the people who buy the whole gaming consoles yeah, don't I don't have, have gaming no rules to me that's too much no headphones nah but even I have a PS4 I got one at the beginning of shutdown so I could play Tekken <laughs> they st- Tekken's still around yeah I haven't played Tekken it's hard as shit now too I, it's so great. hard last time I played Tekken it's really hard I bought it literally for that. I was like, I want to play Tekken. And I bought a PS4 so I could play Tekken. And I played the flight the first week and then I stopped. I should start playing again. Oh, You know it, why you stopped? Because you're an adult and you have stuff to do. I, I stopped because all of a sudden work was busy, but I do want to go back to it. because it was Because fun. you're an adult and you have stuff to do. I don't do. think there's a problem with it though. Okay, anyway. um, So yeah, look up Keith Samuels when you guys get a chance. And Keith apparently is now on Clubhouse, although I haven't seen him in a room yet, but I'm really excited. But you, dear Karin, who refuses to actually get on Clubhouse, wanted to have a conversation um, about it. But what did you want to talk about? Because it's reminded me, and as we talked about, I have a limited view because I refuse to get on there. Right. But I just love watching the conversations on my Twitter timeline about it. Mm. And then we have talked before in past episodes about how my private Facebook is the one I've had since 2004. Mm. But I like cut everybody off and it's only like 200 some people to transfer people over to my public Facebook for work. On that one, I add just about anybody. And I don't know 98% of these people. Mm-hmm. And the conversations these people have are mind-blowing. And when I saw a clubhouse pop up over there, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't think this was the audience that was intended. <laughs> right. Who invited this person on here? I have seen some of their posts. And it just feels like clubhouse is running into that thing that all successful social media platforms deal with when it starts. 
Getting what? And for the cool kids at first. You remember when Gmail came out? Yep. And you had to get an invitation for Gmail. But, and but that's Facebook, the thing. You know, for Twitter and 08. But that's 09. the thing. Like, so Clubhouse did it first. And even now, it still requires an invite. But there are so many people on there. It's very easy to get an invite. Like, I'm sitting on 20-something invites right now myself because I don't invite nobody on. Um, but the exclusivity is actually because... It's not because it's meant to be exclusive. It's because it's in beta. So when I came on Clubhouse, it was in test flight, which is an early beta mode, which caps at 10,000 people. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I came on platform. uh, There were only 6,000 people on. Literally nobody knew about this shit. Like I would hit people like, have you heard of Clubhouse? I had to explain it, whatever. And if you were a new user, you had to wait a week before you could get an invite to invite anybody else on. Because again, they had a cap. They could only hit 10 grand pe- 10,000 people at this level. Then they opened it up wider to continue their full beta test, which they're still in right now. And they've always said that there's going to come a time, I originally thought it was going to be October, that they were going to open the app wide. So literally from the time I got on the app, I've been like, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do once it's wide. Right. I've, I've said that. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to really be here because it's going to change. But I think I'm the, not here for a long time. I'm here for a good Like, time. let me maximize this shit while I can. And it has changed. Like now the app has crossed 100,000 people. So mm. the difference between 6,000 <laughs> people, people and 100,000 people is very different. Right. Like things change and the functions of the app have to change in order to accommodate that many people. Right. In order to be able to navigate rooms that are divided by conversation and and all that other stuff the algorithm has changed so it's been interesting to watch as it's grown but i think one thing that people get confused about with clubhouse is not so much that you know it's going down or it's selling out it's 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 hitting the same tipping point that anything hits when you start and it feels exclusive and sexy and small as you know, it hits that mainstream tipping point where more people start finding out about it, right? And, but but this was always their path because, but I think some users get confused and I had to check myself on this too, is that the app never marketed itself as like some exclusive intimate shit. Mm-hmm. Users hit other users like, yo, this is sexy shit, ain't nobody on it, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's, we did that, right? The app, the app is always, the, you know, investors have always been like, fam, we put $100 million in this bitch, we want our money back. Like, so they're obviously on press for more users, more, more, yeah, like, fuck these celebrities, where are their fans? Like, you know, like, all of that. Fuck these thought leaders, where are the everyday people? Like, get all, get all that shit going instead of this elitism. So I think part of what is a problem is, and I see this happen, these waves happen every couple of weeks where, People get on the app. They've been on the app for a couple of weeks. What's unique about Clubhouse is that you really can kind of shape your Clubhouse experience into whatever you want, right? Like, you can become, all of a sudden, you're like a host or, you know, you're a speaker or you're a coach or you're, yeah, you can, you can do a lot there. So you can can curate it, like, as a full-fledged, I believe Twitter is the best social media network. I often tell people who are like, nah, like I don't, older people like us is like, yeah, Facebook was college. We're off that. If I do anything, I'm doing IG, post pictures of the fam, keep in with people I know. 
And I was just like, yeah, Twitter, it had like a one and two year run. And then I, it was just too much. And I got off. And I'm always just like, because you never curated your timeline properly. Right. And I'm like, Twitter's always been about who you follow. Right. Because if you follow the wrong people, it is a wrap. But if you have your news, your fun, your sports, your entertainment, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you get everything that you need, especially in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you just was on there <laughs> and you had no idea what you was doing or didn't have any plan or were on there long enough to figure it out. Right. I understand why people are just like, no, yeah, but I'm like, I get that too. Adult, I think you need to understand that this is how you get news first. Right. And that, an and, that, and that is usually what it is. Like they're not, they're following like 20 people and they're like, I don't understand how to, how to get into the flow of conversation. And it's just like, you're not following up people. I don't. And if, and honestly, if I was trying to get on Twitter as a new user right now, I would be overwhelmed as yeah. well. So with Clubhouse. Like, like for instance, I have a homeboy who was uh, in the industry as well as sports as well. And he's like an IG guy. Mm-hmm. And it does it every other day. He'll send me something. That you already saw. And I'm like, fam, that happened last night. Right. That happened yesterday. Or it'd be breaking news and it was like, that was two hours ago. And he was right. just like, and I'm like, you can't break news on Instagram. <laughs> that algorithm for your timeline, like you, it's impossible. Right. So I'm like, by the time you seeing something that you think is real, or like, oh, I didn't know about this. I'm like, we knew we've had a conversation, and there have been twelve jokes about this already. And you just thinking you know the hottest info on earth, and it was like, fam, that was yesterday. Because All you right. just, because you just caught on you to it. Just now getting it. You just now got it. So that's so the thing about clubhouses. Um, I'm sorry, my light is distracting the hell out of me. Okay, so the thing about Clubhouse, it is it's distracting me so crazy. So the thing about Clubhouses is not just curating a following because you don't have a steady feed of content, right? You, But what you can do is be intentional about what experience you want to have there, which means you can choose what conversations you're going to be part of. You can start conversations to lead, right? If there's something that people aren't talking about that you want to hear more of, you can do that. Like you can so like open the room. Thro- like a throwback message board from back in the day. It kinda is like that. Yeah. It kinda is like that. And it's like if you if you are engaging, if people know you, if you know how to moderate, if you know how to keep a conversation going, you can easily become like a very popular person over there. Right. So for example, I'm gonna use myself as an example, even though I'm not on it as much as I used to be. <laughs> but I knew it was coming. No, in my early days, I was on there a lot. So, you know, I was oh, building... You, oh, listen. Your pitch to me was solid. I was, was on there solid. a lot. I'm, I'm back on semi-frequently, not nearly as much as I used to be. I used to definitely be on that bitch every night from, like, midnight to literally 6 a.m. Um, but melatonin. as my following was growing, now I guess the algorithm suggests me to people to follow. I have I have twenty one thousand followers on on Clubhouse, which is a lot of followers on Clubhouse. Like in comparison, Twenty One Savage has like twenty four thousand followers. You know what I mean? So it's like it's what you do ASMR. What you doing? I'm not even on there that much. That's just the algorithm. Because so many do? people follow me. Let me find out. Just... Let me find out. You girl six. No, I literally be doing the shit that I do here and everywhere. And that joke put over so many people's head. It's like, what's that? <laughs> 
girl who? What are you talking about? Um, but even like last night, I was in a relationship room. We were giving people advice that that sprang mm. that sprang off of a there was like a real time breakup that happened on the platform. What? Not like a for real breakup, but like Come on, man. a fly out that went left. So Come they on, man. they talked, but it spurred, but it 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 rolled over into a post room. That ended up being a really good room with a conversation People about relationships. People love to take private affairs public. I People do like attention. Understand. People like, and that's the thing. So that that brings me to my main point. Niggas need a hug. People like, like uh, people like attention. So what you end up hearing about from Clubhouse most of the time is the most salacious shit. So like, yes, you're gonna hear yes. that like Chet Hanks was in a room where people were asking this white man why he speaks patois. I was gonna hear about. Oh, that Tyrese was on there. Yeah, Tyrese was Kevin apparently Hart on in there for no reason. Kevin Hart was in a room where people were talking about whether or not he was funny, and that conversation went left, which was not completely his fault. It was kind of fault of people on stage. Like, not everybody knows how to act when yeah. um somebody gets on that's like a, a personality. But the whole point of Clubhouse is supposed to be a certain amount of egalitarian egalitarianism. Did I say that right? Yeah, we did. Is that but, the right but, word? Naima, we, we, we were on a Twitter call for black people with Jack and people showed their ass and Correct. that chat. Correct. And so that's a perfect example, though, right? You see how people acted when Jack was on. The and thing I was like, what the is The thing about Clubhouse that? that is really interesting, and if people are wondering what, what me and Karin are talking about, we, we're part of like the Twitter Blackbirds, which is the black people that Twitter kind of get for feedback and, and stuff like that from We get like, free stuff with our name super on Super users. I finally got my sweatsuit, by the way. Okay. Okay. I was excited. We, um, should, we should pick a day and wear them. We should. And be topsy and bopsy. Let's do that next week. Okay. Let's, we're going to do that next I, week. I ain't got shit else to do. Why not? Let's do that next week. Um. So, but you saw how people showed their ass with Jack, right? Mm-hmm. So, the founders of Clubhouse are still very much active on... After they fed us for free. After they fed us. After people was drunk off, off, off Twitter's dime. Full and drunk off Twitter's dime. Um, the founders of Clubhouse are still very active on the app, and they're really accessible. They do a town hall every Sunday. They bring people up on stage. You can talk to them. They come into rooms. They listen in. They join stages, whatever. You can email yeah, them. Zuckerberg wasn't doing that in 0405. Oh, hell no. And Jack he now. Had, he had his face up there on the original The Facebook, right. though. He was like, who is this white man? And even Jack now is like in a fucking cabin on a mountain somewhere growing a beard. I like, don't blame him. I don't either. He got, he got the money to do that. So, but you know, proximity makes some people show their ass, right? They'd be like, if you here in front of me, I'm a, I'm an, I'm, a, I'm so determined not to defer to you that I'm actually going to be rude to you, type shit, right? And. I think that's you part know of who those people are. I'm oh. just gonna be honest. Oh. I figured out who those people. are. I've been around those people. Who are those people? I have seen those people in forums. Those are people who have never been popular for any moment <laughs> of their life. <laughs> I just think that it's people who, like, if you're used to having a certain proximity to people in power or people who are famous, popular, well known, whatever. People don't always know how to just treat those people normally, so they think treat, treating those people normally means treating them like shit, when it because really just means treating them normally. 
those people have never been popular in certain segments of life. Right. Because if you've ever been popular in certain segments of life, you know what it is to have a tension mm-hmm. and how it feels when you're the person everyone has eyeballs on. Right. So when you're around actual popular people, you not necessarily bothering them or running off on them because on a very smaller scale, you kind of know what that feels like. Right. If you ain't never know what that shit feel like and you've always wanted that shit and you finally get your chance, you about to show your ass. It's unfortunate, but that's also what you see happen when these rooms go left with these celebrities in it. That's why, for example, that's what happened with Kevin Hart. You had one person who was determined to kind of go in a back and forth with Kevin Hart. And you had other people who were determined to like protect Kevin Hart at all costs. So it I wasn't even you really that about Kevin. That went at Kevin Hart would do anything to be Kevin Hart or live Kevin Hart's life. I think they really don't like Kevin Hart. It was a woman, a young woman. I think I think she felt like her beef with Kevin Hart was valid. And and but the thing that was making Did her he do array, something personal to her? Like You know what it was? I'll be honest. She so Kevin came on, and this is what happens with some of the people. They come, they come on the stage with the with the whole like, nah, treat me like anybody type thing, right? No, like, no, you don't want just that. Ask me, just ask me questions. Treat me like I'm anybody. If I, I didn't, that. and this is what he said. He was like, you know, if I, if I wasn't, like <laughs> if I wasn't down to answer questions, I wouldn't be here. And like one of his boys had pinged him to come in the room. So the first question was about. Um, cause it was calling it, your daughter on on special. Exactly. So he basically was like, "That's not what I meant." Blah blah. blah. Like I'm not even bothered about it because that's not what I meant. Hilarious joke. Yeah, he's like, "That's not what I meant." And so the thing about Kevin that bothers me, and this is relevant, you'll see why in a second, is that I understand when people say that comedians don't necessarily need to defend anything they do or their work or their jokes, but with Kevin specifically. He usually has two responses. The one, one is like he did with his door joke. Why well, I mean like that? So that's that. And the second is, I'm trying to be positive, and everybody's trying to bring up negative shit, right? Mm-hmm. So he went there. He went with the I'm trying to be positive, and everybody's bringing up negative shit. And then he went on the whole black people love to bury our own. And one example to use was the fact that Cosby's conviction came off of a Hannibal, Hannibal Burge act, Joe. right? But but people knew about this shit forever. People have been known about said, it, which he didn't seem yeah. to realize. He was like, there had never been any investigation. Nobody had known, which is a lie. People have been talking about this Cosby shit for, deca- yeah. for decades. Literally for decades. Um, there have been like People Magazine coverage about it. Uh, but it just it never, it never stuck, right? So... There had there hadn't been a moment in time where it grabbed everyone's attention like Hannibal's burst. Well, joke. I think it was a perfect zeitgeist because he Cosby's older. He's far enough removed from like the kind he of can touch you. idolized, you know, praise and in, in America's black dad or America's dad period. He um, said enough fucked up shit before. He said that. enough fucked up shit. You know the you know the viral the the virality of the internet. And he fell asleep at uh, at my Spellman sister's classmates' <laughs> uh, graduation right. when he was a speaker. Just people, it was just the right moment. He was far enough removed from the the giant Cosby-ness 
for it for it to finally take hold. But think about how long that took. The man's in his eighties now. Like who yeah. like so anyway, the thing with Kevin saying that is that he he put it in, in the middle of a bunch of examples that were negatives, right? Yeah. So it was like Oh, so are you saying Cosby's not guilty? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, Cosby 100% needed to go to jail. It was right. It was whatever. But the term he was using was that Hannibal took Cosby down. No, and like not. that, like you work in words for a living, my nigga. So you know what you said when you said that, even though you tried to backtrack it. So this young lady was asking him, why did you use that verbiage Ooh, about okay. this, right? Okay. He answered by flipping it and saying, by deflecting and saying, let me ask you a question. Do, do you think I believe that Cosby's innocent? And she was like, no. And he was like, do you believe, you know, that I think Cosby, did I say that Cosby needs to be in jail? And she was like, yes. He was like, then why are you asking me that question? What's your intent? What? And I was like, no, you understand what the question was. Like, you're deflecting. So she got it's mad not- and she called everybody on stage dick rider. <laughs> it was like, I yeah, mean, it took a minute to get that deep. Right. I figured out Kevin Hart's problem. What it's twofold. And I say this as a huge Kevin Hart fan. But when people say, oh, he's not that funny to me, or I don't like this or like this, I'm like, cool, because like I don't argue people's taste as a That's objective. Anymore. Yeah, like, it's I subjective. I try to not do that anymore. But this is what I figured out as a long-time Kevin Hart fan. One, it was one of them Facebook comedians. It was one of his videos. I forgot his name. Sorry. But he brought it up, and he was like, the funny part, I'll tackle that part first. He was like, he doesn't think Kevin's less funny. He just thinks his funny is spread out too much now. He was like, Kevin came up talking about his family, and he was doing these yearly specials, Grown Little Man is Seriously Funny, which are in my top five specials ever. Right. And he was like, he was seeing Kevin like once a year. He was coming up, and he was talking about his family and his trials and tribulations. And then he was like, Kevin blew up. He got super rich. He wasn't relatable anymore because he's rich. He said talk about his family, but he was like, it's not you getting these once a year specials from Kevin where he can put all this funny into that. He was like, they're specials. There's three to four movies a year. He's got to be funny. Right. There's a podcast. There's a radio show. There's cold as balls. There's TV appearances. He was like, yo, you see Kevin Hart like every damn day and expecting to be funny where before you didn't see him. When he showed up, he was funny. He went away, he showed up, he's funny again. It was just like, it's oversaturation of that, Kevin Hart. That theory makes sense, but I have a separate theory, right? Let me get the second part. Okay, go ahead. And the second part is with everything from the Oscars to this thing about the joke. And I sat back and I watched it. And I like the No Fucks Given special. Like, some parts was hilarious. Some parts weren't so funny. But Somebody overall, pointed out to me it's the first Kevin special where there wasn't a catchphrase. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know? And Which I think is significant. What I realized is that I've seen this over the years. I was like, oh, Kevin cares too much about being liked. Correct. Because I was like, fam, you released a special called No Fucks Given the very next day, because I watched it first day, I saw somebody bring up the daughter uh, moment, and you went in straight defense mode. If you don't have no more fucks to give, if you don't give a fuck, then oh, he why gives, immediately the day later did you start giving a fuck? He gives all the like, fucks. Kevin always goes on defense. But this is what happens when you want to be liked, because I'm like, here, and this is how you lose fans. If you say you're this, 
but then you turn out to meet to not be that immediately. And I was like, this is why other comedians have stood the face of time after doing fucked up shit. I'm like, we know Mike Epps is gonna say some wild shit every now and then, but Mike Epps is gonna be Mike Epps. Right. Cat Williams stays wilding, but Stay Cat wild. Williams. Like Cat, we, Cat Williams has said stuff on interviews that has been a complete lie fabrication. Cat, but, but Cat, no, that's Cat. But Cat, Cat but wait, but Cat is also a better comedian than Kevin Hart. He's funnier. He's smarter. He's whatever. Here's here's that, here's what that, I that, think. I don't argue about here's that. Here's what, what I think. Is, the wait wait wait. Go, here's what I think the problem is with finish. Kevin. I will finish. Nigga, how long is this theory? I, I'm, I'm a writer. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you Shit. are something, our show has a limited amount of time. If people. <laughs> either hate it or love it, mm. but you are authentically that all the time. Right. They have to respect it. Kevin is trying to be this or that for everybody, and right. then that's when people lose their respect for you, and you get in the clubhouse, and you get your ass jammed up. So, you are right that where Kevin always gets himself into trouble is when he goes into defense mode, and he always goes into defense mode. It's like little man syndrome or something. But, um... The, and Cat Williams would just be like, "Fuck y'all." Cat Williams was like, "Fuck," and it and it and it has cost Cat dearly because Cat yes. should actually have a much larger career. But because I, I think Cat is fucking, br- I think he's fucking brilliant. Um, I do not think Kevin is. I think Kevin is funny, but I don't think he's. I think he's a funny comedian. I don't think he's a smart comedian. And what I mean by that is like, Kevin's comedy, you can take it right at face value. Like, there's nothing underneath it. You yeah, know what I mean? There's nothing else. It's there's not nothing gonna make else you think like Chappelle or Rob. Yeah, it's not gonna make you like Cat Williams. Got has jokes about the word insurgent. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's not. It's not gonna make you be like, oh shit, this nigga really just gave me something to think about, right? Um. So, but with Kevin, I think Kevin, kind of to the point of your example, cares more about the business than about his art, and and as a result of that, he's telling jokes on the same level that he did in the two specials that you mentioned, yeah, right? That was he, 09. Yeah. He, it hasn't elevated. All that's changed is that the situations that his family is in in the jokes has changed. Mm-hmm. The joke structures haven't changed. The nope. subject matter hasn't changed. Nope. <laughs> the depth hasn't changed. So, but it's kind of like... um. It's kind of like with Tyler Perry, where it's like, Tyler, if you want to write the script yourself, you know, do the wigs yourself, do the makeup yourself, do the craft services yourself. You can't be mad when we and watch do it. Two se- and do two seasons and do, in a week and a right. half. And you can't be mad when we look at it and say, nigga, it looks like you did the script yourself, did the wigs yourself, did the craft services. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, you can't want to be praised for artistic integrity and at the same time want to shoot want to shoot a whole season of a show on a $350 budget in a day and a half. Like, you can't, it can't go both, like, you can't have it both ways. You can't. You gotta choose one or the other. Yeah, right? They wear their own clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like, you can't, you cannot have both. You cannot it, have... It'll be like, damn, player, where you get that suit and that telephone? You man, cannot I, that's, I, have, I, guess, I got that from the crib. You cannot <laughs> have the wig sitting on top of the head and be mad when we say the wig look like it was sitting on top of that. So, so Kevin McKen- is that... McKen Brooks will never <laughs> live that down. Oh, I don't know why ever. he did that. So, ever. Kevin is... So, uh, we've gone all the way around Clubhouse. So, Kevin and Clubhouse, the re- so the reason this comes out to Twitter is because as soon as 
things start getting salacious in Clubhouse. There is no text option in Clubhouse at all whatsoever. There is no DMs in Clubhouse. There is no chat function in Clubhouse. That's why these things spill out onto social media because there is no text option in Clubhouse at all whatsoever. So I say that to say that it's not so much that Clubhouse is worse or progressing at a different rate or anything differently than um, these other platforms. I think the difference is that we have these other platforms to document what's going on in Clubhouse as it's growing. Mm-hmm. And sure. that um, the the exclusivity of it right now makes niggas put more on it, right? Like, oh, it's this fancy invite-only app, but y'all in there being ghetto type shit. So, but pretty soon it'll be open. So Clubhouse, everybody. what you're saying is Clubhouse doesn't have a voice. Um, Clubhouse does not have one voice. Clubhouse is not, there is definitely a black clubhouse, but there's like an older black clubhouse, a younger black clubhouse, a music industry black clubhouse, an Atlanta black clubhouse, an LA black, just like any. No, what I I mean by that, what I'm saying is like, with no DM option or no text option, Mm. there is nothing that cuts stuff off or have side conversations. So what people do is you are able to. Like clubhouse can't speak for itself. You can, you got to jump on something else. To Correct. talk about Clubhouse. Correct. You can't say that in Clubhouse because Correct. Correct. it's just talking. So that in itself, like, it doesn't have a voice. It's just talking. But it, and if you're in an audience of a room, every room is, is split between the people whose mics are active, that's considered a stage, and the people who are just listening. And that's the audience. And so, a stage and mics? This is, this is a high school auditorium? No, no, no. But like, leaning, meaning your mic on your phone, right? So. Okay. There are there's a certain number of people depending on who's moderating the room they they determine who actually has an active mic in the room oh, to join oh. the conversation because when you hear it, there are three thousand people in the room all three thousand and the motherfuckers ain't talking oh. you know what I mean so it depends on how many people are on the stage and um so yeah you can say something there you can change your avi to different images if you want to put something a notes app in your avi you can do that but in your bios, you are able to um, connect to your Twitter and your Instagram so that if you do want people to be able to DM you on one of those platforms, they can just press okay. the button and go straight there. So people do back channeling. They do DM. They do Twitter DM, Instagram Yeah, but DM, you can't actually talk. But there's no DM function on the oh. app. And I actually, and I do appreciate also that there's no chat What if you want to shoot that shot, though? You got to go in DMs elsewhere. Or, or you have the option now which is relatively new to start a private room with somebody that nobody else can come in except those two people, except you and that other person. So it'd be like face, it'd be like but FaceTime it be audio. Recorded? Is, so the other thing about recording is now the rooms are recorded in a way by the app, but they're, but they're not recorded and kept. They're recorded kind of on a loop. They record an hour at a time on a loop unless somebody reports activity in the room for harassment, bullying, in which case they save that part of the file to go back and review. Um, It is against community guidelines to record a room because you're recording people talking without their knowledge. It's not the same as reposting content from like an Instagram live or or something like that. Yeah, because in that case, you've posted something with the knowledge that it could possibly be seen widely 
and seen indefinitely and shared indefinitely. Whereas in Clubhouse, you at least have the assumption that this is that this is live and that's it, right? Like, and that's that's also why people are so addicted to it because it's one and done. There's no playback, there's no archive, there's no whatever. So, like, if you miss the conversation in real time, you missed it. So mm. people have learned that part about the recording rooms the hard way because if people report it, you're you're getting suspended from the app. It may not be a permanent suspension, but you're getting suspended from the app. So, but but. Because it's, like, like but because it's 2020, I would say that you should always assume that there's a possibility of you being recorded because Fed, it's 2020. Feds always out here. Feds is always out here. So yeah. Um. So, but I mean, but that's the thing. It's still a very interesting place and it's unique in what it offers because, like, yeah, you can talk to people on IG Live, but that's a two-person conversation. So to be able to be in a conversation, like, I've been in a, I've been in a room with like Tiffany Haddish, J.R. Smith, um, Raheem Devon, and like a bunch of other people. It's like two o'clock in the morning and we, we're like literally hosting a talent show where we're calling people up on stage to like sing, do a poem, and play an instrument. Like it's like, like you never know what the fuck might and it and it and it and it evolved out of Tiffany wanting somebody to do a prayer. So we did an audition for people to do a prayer. So you have to say your three favorite books of the Bible. And we had to see how deep your voice was. And then once we found the person to do the prayer. I love Tiffany Haddish. Right. So then after we found the, because she was like, we need to see how deep your voice is. And I was like, we also need to know if you know the words. So I need to know your three favorite books of the Bible. And then once we had the person to do the prayer, other people kept coming up. And I was like, all right, so do you want to do a offertory song? Do you want to do a scripture? Do you have a point? And it turned into like a legit talent show. So we just had people coming up. Sharing music. One girl, once this, once this was playing the saxophone, like another dude was playing <laughs> like keys. Gilliam in, in, in Harlem. It was, hell, it was, it was I mean, hilarious. But that's what I'm saying. Like, we could not have planned that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the kind of shit that pops off. There was a room uh, for Jay's birthday where, like, Clark Kent was telling the story of how they did the Brooklyn's Finest recording and the fact that you know, Big heard Clark playing it, Big wanted it, and Clark was like, it was for Jay, and Big was like, you give that motherfucker everything. You know, like, it just, these are stories that you're not going to hear, you haven't heard, you know, and that's still the unique thing about it. There's bullshit there, but you can find gems there. You can find learning there. You can, so there's good, there's a panel, I was in a panel, or listening in on a panel the other week about, um, you know, public speaking. Um, there's, panels for script writers for you know people who want to pitch to venture capitalists for you know basically any any anything you gotta just find your you gotta find you gotta your area it, like twitter you gotta curate it and you gotta be intentional because if you want to just go on there and use it as a party app and you know hop it's around a party it's a there's a party I, I i liken it to a conference right so in the big you got you got big uh, you know, keynotes or panel conversations happen in huge ballrooms, right? Where maybe there's a one-on-one or there's just a, a, a select number of people on stage. Then you have maybe fireside chats that allow Q&A from the audience and like some smaller size conference rooms. And then you might also have like um, more intimate, like working, uh, working workshops, panels, whatever you want to call it, working sessions. Yeah. But you also might drop in on the hospitality suite 
but you also might go through like um a happy hour but then also like your friends are the staying hotel lobby bar right but then also like your friends are staying in a hotel too so you're gonna hop through a room you know it's like it's like that type of situation and scale i got you yeah that's a, that's a good example yeah uh, rob rob told us we, we ran over our time i already knew that we've been talking too much we've been that's talking right. a lot we in trouble we got being we we tend to go over. I think we go over more than we don't. Um, wait, what did we miss? What else were we supposed to be talking about today? I think we actually that, got uh, privileged white girl on the red oh, table. Oh, she'll be all right. We can save that. Um, yeah, yeah. I did want to mention before we get out of here that um, if you are not following Auntie, I think my computer is sideways too. It's a lot going on. Um, if you are not following Auntie Dion Warwick on Twitter. You might want to. She's the hottest thing on the app right now. She is the newest Twitter influencer. Um, she has been active for a couple of weeks now. And her tweets are really hilarious. Like, she has asked, if you have D in your name, she wants to know why. So she asked Chance. She asked Chance. She was like, if you if you are, if people know you're a rapper, then why do you have to say, then why does your name have to be Chance D Rapper? And he was like, ma'am, I'm just glad that you know who I am. I'll be whatever you want me to be. I'll change my name right now. Um, she has said, millennials, I need to know why y'all are always... Be I need to know why y'all are always screaming and, and, and yelling. And do I need to be screaming? What does that mean? So they had to explain to her that means they're laughing. But people keep saying they don't believe it's Dion handling her socials. So she keeps posting these videos that's basically like... Hi, hey, y'all got a lot to say. It's me. Let like let the record Dion show. Warwick ain't the one you want to pop off at, y'all. Not that yo. That New Jersey is coming out. out. The Jersey about to come. I was like, I retweet. I retweeted like, y'all, please stop playing on Auntie Dion's phone because the Jersey about to come out. So she wants y'all to know this. Her on the app. She asked. Oh, she asked what? Did she ask what Watt meant? No. Jack A said that Marley Gibbs called her and asked what Watt meant. And she wouldn't tell her. Um, Cause it, oh, it started with Dion saying that as an artist on Spotify, they can see all the playlists that they put that you put their music into. So she was like, "I want y'all to know, like, did y'all know that we can see the playlist that you know?" Just, just uh -oh, FYI, you're breaking up. Uh oh, can you guys still hear you're me? Breaking up. You you back you back I'm back okay we'll wrap up though you you went you went Lazarus on it <laughs> we'll wrap it up um so yeah I want you guys I know that you said you won't because you're rude Karin but I encourage mm -hmm. I encourage everybody to um follow Auntie Dion and look uh, listen I'm once I make up my mind my mind's made up I know you're I put so some stubborn to it, but. You're yeah, really I, 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 I peruse through her timeline, though, for some jokes. I'm not going to hit that follow button, though. I can't do it. That's fair. Mm -mm. I think you should at least be aware. Yeah. I, oh, I've seen the videos. I've seen the retweets. I Like, I know what's up. Okay. I'm just not hitting that button. Mm -mm. I'm not doing it. Okay. So, last thing before we go. Um, Next week? Is next week versus? Week after next. With Ashanti. Is it this week? No, it's not Man. this week. It's not? Yeah. It's it, they announced it early. I think we got a minute on that. This, wait, where, where is it? I don't, let me see. Let's I, don't, I don't know. It's, that's it. Where oh, is this you know what? Actually, fuck versus. This is bad. I'm not going to say first, fuck versus, but. It's Saturday. 
It is this Saturday? It's Saturday. Oh, all right. We'll talk about it next week. Yes. Also Saturday, which is very important, it's which the is the, the which is the most genius marketing event I've ever seen in my life. Lifetime Movies is doing a mo- a mini movie about Colonel Sanders. It's a romance starring Mario. I thought it already Lopez. came out today. I think it comes out Saturday. Starring Mario Lopez. Oh, I today. Starring Mario Lopez. At oh, noon. Breaking up again. Come on, Lazarus. Come on, Lazarus. <laughs> At noon on Saturday. Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. Okay, Lazarus. You're back, Lazarus. I'm back. back. Okay. Come I'm on. wrapping walk, up. Walk off that tune. I'm wrapping walk up. All right. Tune. So, anyway, that's happening on Saturday. I'm watching that. So, I'll be ready to talk about that next week. We'll be ready to talk about verses next week. Um, as always, you could have been listening to or watching anybody in the world. You chose to be here with us. We are appreciative of it. And we will see you next week. Oh, any final words, Karin? That's your final word? That's my birthday on Friday. Mm. (laughs) Happy early birthday, Mm. boo. How old are you going to be? 37. You're still youngish. God bless. (laughs) Cougars I'm, always want to talk down to you, boy. I'm not. I, first of all, I do not claim that. <laughs> got you. Got your ass. <laughs> I do not claim that. I don't. Got you. You a little puma. You a little puma. I don't claim it. I don't claim it at all. All right. Happy early don't, birthday, Carl. Happy Halloween. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Bye.